Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Yale Admissions Office. I'm Hannah, and I'm a Yale Admissions Officer. And I'm Mark. I'm also a Yale Admissions Officer. And today we are finally recording an episode that has been on my list for a long time. Finally. So about a year ago, I think, I told Hannah I want to do an episode called Lingo Bingo. And Hannah, you said, oh, great idea. I love it. How do you play Lingo Bingo? Yeah. And I said, I have no idea. I still have no idea, so (laughs) (laughs) So I'm excited to find out. We're finally here, though. Today's the big moment. I finally took a break from reading, and I said, I just want to put together this ridiculous game. Mm. So um, to join us for this ridiculous game, we have our friend and colleague, Marty, who's making his podcast debut. Welcome, Marty. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So before we go any further, this is the part of the podcast where I share uh, that in addition to being an admissions officer, I'm also a dad to three little kids. Um, That's an important note today because I borrowed a few things from my kids to make Lingo Bingo work. Did you tell them that we were taking their toys? By no, the way? Okay. I have no idea. We have to bring them back <laughs> as soon as this is over. Okay. Um, so in my house, we play a game called Alphabet Bingo. Mm. It's totally riveting. The idea is very simple. Someone pulls a letter from a bag and you see if it's on your little bingo board. And the first person who fills up their board with the letters wins. Mm. That's it. Um, So I actually borrowed uh, my alphabet bingo game from my kids. We've got it sort of spread out here. And I changed the letters on the board to little bits of lingo uh, that are associated with admissions and financial aid. Um, Some of these are admissions terms. Some of them are financial aid terms. Some are kind of insider terms that we use Mm -hmm. as admissions officers. Um, And I actually went through and I mapped each term to the specific letter. So like the distribution lines up, like we are playing alphabet bingo, but with admissions and financial aid terms. Okay, excellent, I'm ready. All right, so we're gonna paint a picture for our listening audience here. Hannah, I remember when I pitched this to you, you said, that's cool, but uh, how are you gonna do bingo on a podcast? (laughs) Yes, I'm still wondering that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're gonna find out. (laughs) We're gonna try to paint a vivid picture for you of of how this game is playing. Part of the game includes a little bell. Uh, Could we get test of that. Very good. All right. So we have one bell uh, and it's situated between Marty and Hannah. And you guys are going to use that bell um, because I'm going to pull a description, a definition of one of these terms from my little bag here. Okay. I've got 25 of them in total. Mm. And if the corresponding word is on your board, ring the bell. Also borrowed from my kids, by the way, that uh, bell. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so don't break it. We've got to bring it back. Okay. And after you ring in, you'll need to say the word that's on your bingo board and also, you know, explain what it means, give its general mm, significance. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. All right. So some of the words are only on one board. Got it's it. It's like bingo, right? So some of them are only on one board. Mm-hmm. Some are on both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and if it's on both, uh, the other person can also ring in and maybe give the explanation and you guys, you can both get credit for it, right? Oh, so this is, this is gonna be a collaborative. We're working together kind of again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the first person to fill up their board is gonna win. Oh, you know? okay. And you know, we're gonna see how it's this goes. <laughs> uh, you guys, this is a total surprise to you. We haven't seen the words. That's right. right. You're gonna flip over your boards in a second. Okay. And we're gonna be flexible here. We're, we're gonna play Calvin Ball rules here, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if we wanna change things up, we'll change things up. There's there's no prize. I've seen your kids play games. Rules are more like <laughs> guidelines. That's so right. this is uh, That's right. Mark's kid style. All right, so yeah. are you guys ready to play? Yeah. All right, let's play Lingo Bingo. Flip over your bingo boards. All right. Going down, Hannah. All right, oh, so boy. take a quick Ooh. look. Take a second just to look it over. You've got 16 words or yep. terms or 
acronyms on each one of your boards. I'm gonna pull out a little definition from this bag. Okay. And uh, by the way, uh, each one of the clues rhymes. Ooh. That is so exciting. Like I said, I have three right. little kids at home. It's just how my brain works. Yep. You know, it's I lingo just, bingo. I work in it's rhyming lingo bingo. How could yeah. you not? So okay. apologies in advance. Uh, they're all bad rhymes. They're okay. all really, really terrible rhymes. Are we ready? Let's do yes. that. All right. The first term. This piece of writing helps set the tone for the rest of your app. So make it your own. Hannah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with personal statement. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, it does set the tone for the rest of your app, and you should make it your own. We have talked a lot about essays and personal statements on this podcast, so we won't go into too much depth. But Marty and I right now are in the middle of reading yeah. many, 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 many Many, so many applications every day. And uh, one of the first things we see is that personal statement. And it really does kind of set us up and introduce us to you and, and get us, you know, into your application. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Put your put your bingo oh. chip on personal statement. Do you statement. have a personal statement I, too? I also have a personal statement. I'll say I was slower to the draw because I was looking for the letters E1. Oh, good. Which is how we refer to it in our work oh. cards when we're writing up our notes as we read our applications yeah. because that's the first essay that we read. So Hannah's totally right. It does set the tone because it is the first thing we read from oh. from your voice. That's perfect. I'm happy to award credit for that, Mark. <laughs> so you guys both have it. All right. Number two, get a quick estimate of your college price with this nifty free tool that's very concise. Hannah. <laughs> um, my intuition. Very good, very good. The My Intuition Quick Cost Estimator mm -hmm. is a way to uh, estimate what your cost of attendance would be in under three minutes. Perfect. Yeah. All right, full credit. It's concise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it rhymes with price. There and you go. And it rhymes wow. with price. My Intuition. Marty, do you have My Intuition? I don't, I don't. All I right. didn't even have right. Hannah's in the lead. Oh, boy. Oh, the, the game is young. We've got a lot, a lot to do here. This handy number gives a digitized norm for marking your high school on many a form. <laughs> <laughs> Marty. It's the C-E-E-B code. Very good. Yay. Very good. Or SEEB code. Uh, yes. What on <laughs> earth is the SEEB code? Um, it is a number that helps us track which high school you go to. It's commonly put on forms like uh, standardized testing, things mm -hmm. like that. So that's the code that you might type in to say, we're sending this to to Yale. You got it. Yeah. All right. The SEEB code. SEEB code. I couldn't tell you what CEEB stands for. I don't I know. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't either. I think it's, I think it's quite old, but um, yeah. Huh. Well, seed code. All right, so put your put your chip on, Marty. The score is all tied up. Yale's got 80 majors. Choosing one can be trying. Pick up to three and share where your interests are lying. Marty. The AA. Oh, very good. All right, mm. so AA, what does that stand for? This is insider lingo. Yes. Academic appeal. Very good. So that is the acronym that we use when we're typing up our notes to say, hey, this kid, let us know that they're interested in these three majors and, and what we think about that, what they shared. Yeah, we talked about this in our Little Stuff episode. Okay. Yale allows students to pick up to three intended majors, and then we ask them to reflect on it. So we intentionally sort of give you that space because we know that you might not be tied down to one particular area, but share your thoughts on where, where you're thinking you might wind up. Right. Remember, if you're applying to Yale, you're not applying to a specific program or school or department. You're just applying to Yale College, and you don't have to declare your major right away. So it just gives us 
a chance to get a sense of what you're interested in. Right. And AA is our internal lingo for it. AA. Okay, Why do I, these I, academic areas appeal to you? <laughs> AA. I, I feel like there's a little bit of internal disagreement on what AA actually stands for oh, in my yeah? office. Like academic answer, academic areas, academic appeal. All the above. I'll all take them. All of the above. I'll all the above. Them. I do not have AA on right. my bingo board. AA stands for all of the above. <laughs> well done. There you go, Mark. <laughs> uh, next one. The college board hosts this long application. It's essential for scholarship aid generation. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah. Uh, the CSS profile. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So uh, this is a form that you might fill out if you're applying for financial aid and uh, different institutions use it to determine how much uh, institutional aid you might receive at that school. You got it. Full credit. Yes. All right. CSS profile. I just, uh, because this is a, an auditory experience, I just want to point out, Marty and I both have three dots on our bingo That's board right. right now. We're all tied up. All tied up. Very good. Okay. All right. Next one. Want financial help? Don't worry. It's cool. That fact won't hurt you at this kind of school. <laughs> Marty. A, I, I, I want to answer in like Jeopardy terms. I want to say, That's what, is, what is oh, need yeah. blind? That's allowed. <laughs> oh, totally. I support that. Uh, and need blind admissions is where we don't have any kind of number or specific thing that we're looking at for what your need is. So really, we're just looking at what kind of uh, application you have, what you want to share with us. Right. So in need blind admissions, the fact that you've applied for aid or the fact that you might need a lot or a little bit of financial aid is not going to change your uh, chances of being admitted. Yes, that's right. We don't need to worry about that in the admissions office when we're reading applications. Excellent. Okay. Oh, and Hannah's got that on her board, too. So we're still I sure tied. do. Very nice. A popular option that shouldn't feel scary. Though the name's a bit dull, yours might be extraordinary. <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> Jill is here. Our sound engineer is trying to get in on the action here. I think the, I think the key piece is the name's a bit dull. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> Hannah. Uh, is this does this refer to the common app? Ding ding ding! Oh. Correct, correct. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was too clever for me. Okay, so the name's a bit dull, but yours could be extraordinary. Exactly, that's true. The exactly. common app, uh, right? It sounds very common, but it mm -hmm. is the most popular way to apply to Yale. And when you apply to Yale using the common app, you could also apply to many many other schools using the same kind of form that you you fill out. But there's nothing common about your application if you have a good personal statement. Got yeah. it. All right. <laughs> You're a Questbridge finalist. You've had a good run. Now fill out this form and your Yale app is done. Marty. <laughs> what is the QBQ? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. That is the uh, Questbridge questionnaire with mm -hmm. a couple Yale-specific questions. That includes questions like what we already talked about earlier, the AA, which lets us know about which Yale majors you might be interested in. Very good. Yep. Yeah, we did a, a Questbridge episode a long time back, and you might remember that if you are named a Questbridge finalist, you can just forward that application to Yale, um, and we'll take all that stuff you've already completed. And there's just basically one more step, and that's to fill out a couple of questions for us on the Questbridge questionnaire, and, and our internal term for that is QBQ. We have a lot of silly acronyms in our process. I think QBQ might be my favorite. I really like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> up there. 
A gift of free money that's from Uncle Sam. For low-income families, this program is grand. Marty. The Pell Grant? Very good. Uh, that is money from, <laughs> from Uncle Sam. From Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, this is a federal scholarship program available for students from low-income families. No matter where you are applying to college, if you're from a low-income background and you complete the FAFSA, you might find that you are eligible for a Pell Grant, which will give you a few thousand dollars in free scholarship aid that comes from the federal government. This digital space lets you check and update. <laughs> Come the big day, it's where you'll learn your fate. Hannah. Your status portal. Very good. Yes. After you submit an application to Yale and other colleges, you'll get access to a status portal. You'll have a special login. It's where you'll see whether we have all of your required materials and where you'll eventually check your decision. And you can also use it to submit updates to your application. You got it. And you should activate it. When we send you the email. You should activate <laughs> telling it you to for activate sure. it. You should go activate get it. Get on that status portal. Yeah. These short little answers, the length of a tweet, can help reveal what makes you neat. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> what are the STs? STs. Or the short takes. Very good. Yes. That's one of my favorite parts of the application, just because it's fun, quick takes, little mm. blurbs um, that give us a little, just a little bit of your voice. Um, it comes in between a few of the longer essays right after the uh, why Yale, why you're interested in Yale. There's other questions similar, like what, w- what would be a class that you want to teach at Yale, mm-hmm. a, a title of a Yale course you would want to do. Um, who you would invite to a college tea, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So the short takes, and we call them the STs. If you're a senior in high school, the year you apply, send this in when it's ready to show your grades are still high. Oh, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> your mid-year report. Very good. Very, yes. very good. Tell us about that. Well, your mid-year report lets us know sort of your progress for the first half of your senior year of high school. So basically it lets us know how you're doing. We want to make sure that uh, you're keeping up your strong academic performance, not getting that, you know, senioritis. Your counselor will send in your mid-year report sometime in January, February. If you're a current senior and listening to this now, make sure that mid-year report is in. (laughs) Um, So we can see how you're doing in your current year. And this can sometimes be confusing because there's no strict deadline on it. And sometimes on that status portal, people see that it's missing on January 5th um, and they start to panic. Um, It's going to be due when your school has your first semester grades available. So essentially when you've got some senior grades that are ready to share, your counselor should send them along. But um, it's okay if that's not until the end of February. Right. Totally. And I work with a lot of international students whose schools don't produce mid-year reports or, or anything like that. So uh, we know that not everyone is going to have one of these to share. Don't think about football when you hear these letters. This nonprofit org helps low-income go-getters. Anna. Uh, Questbridge or QB. QB, yes. We're not talking about quarterbacks. We are not. Uh, We have a whole episode on the Questbridge application, um, and it's a great way for students who are coming from lower socioeconomic backgrounds to get connected with uh, selective schools. Very good. I have that on my board, but I'm not a football person, so I was very very slow to the draw on this one. (laughs) That's all right. You, You still get credit. This platform is newer, but mostly the same. Include a portfolio to showcase your aims. Marty. The Coalition app. Very good. 
that's a fun one too. It's very similar to the common application, but on one of the essays, you can include a specific portfolio or some kind of documentation of something that you want to share with us. Yeah, there are three different ways to apply to Yale, three different application platforms, and now we've we've covered all three. The Coalition app was the last one. That's right. Yep. All three were part of Lingo Bingo. Most students opt for this typical plan. Get your news in the spring if you apply by Jan. You <laughs> worry. <laughs> Marty. What is regular decision? Yes. RD. RD. Yes. That is, yeah, as Mark just so well rhymed. <laughs> if you apply by January, you'll hear by the spring, by end of March, early April normally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We have two application deadlines at Yale, regular decision and single choice early action. You got it. And there's yeah. no advantage associated with either one. I and wonder if single choice early action is going well, to be pulled out of that bag anytime. Uh, okay. I think, <laughs> I think this is maybe my favorite clue. Oh boy. All right. Ooh. I'm excited. <laughs> it sounds like a name or a pure Prairie League song, but this is a math test that might make your app strong. Hannah. <laughs> That's amazing. I believe we are referring to the Amy. Very good. Okay. The Amy. This is some real insider lingo here. So let's explain the Amy for maybe folks who aren't on a math team. Yes. Um, so if you are super into math and uh, you do a lot of math competition, uh, you might end up taking the AMC test, which if you get a certain score on that would qualify you for the Amy, which is a very difficult math test scored on a scale of 1 to 15. If you are really into competition math and you feel like you have some uh, really exciting problem solving skills to show off, you could look into this. It can be a great way to kind of signal um, those skills to us in, in your application. Yep. And uh, it is spelled A-I-M-E for American Invitational yes. Mathematics Exam, uh, but we call it the Amy. Yep. For a bonus point, uh, would anyone like to oh sing boy. the Pure Prairie League song? In the clue. Does anyone know it? <laughs> no. no. This is all you, Mark. This is all me. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm dating myself because this is like, this is an old school 70s classic rock song. <laughs> we'll see if you recognize it. This is okay. Amy, what you want to do? I was really mm-hmm. looking Very for nice. rhymes Very and nice. her okay. Prairie League song was uh, was what I came up with. So Well done. Wow. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Go she check it out. Acapella at Yale. I can't tell you any other pure Prairie League songs except for Amy, but that, that was their big <laughs> hit. Okay. Uh, don't use this space just to talk about Yale. Be reflective and honest to avoid sounding stale. Hannah. Uh, would this be the Why Yale essay? Very or good. Why Why? Very good. So we had the AA, and now we have the Why Why. Little little clever insider thing. Explain the Why Why. Yeah. So on the application, we give you a little bit of space. It's not a full length essay, but we ask you what has led you to apply to Yale. Uh, and in our office, we call this the Y Y, like letter Y, letter Y. So clever. So clever. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is really just your opportunity to let us know, you know, why you think Yale is a good fit for you, and you're a good fit for Yale. It would be really easy to like Google a bunch of things about Yale and be like, oh, well, Yale was established in 1701, <laughs> and it's part of the Ivy League. <laughs> um, <laughs> we know that already. Uh, so instead, like, you know, really reflect on why you feel like Yale is specifically a really good fit for you. All right, could you do a quick score update? How are we doing on our boards? Ooh, I have four left. 
So what? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Hannah. Oh, You're gonna boy. have to start answering okay. some questions here. I have, I have six open. Okay. Spaces. All right. So Marty's in the lead. Oh boy. This test isn't required, but you might discern that you should complete it if English is not how you learn. Hannah. <laughs> uh, this would be the TOEFL. Very good. And appropriate that you had that on your board. Yes. Uh, so we encourage students applying from outside of the U.S. whose primary language of instruction in their school is not English to take an English proficiency test. To the TOEFL is one of them. Uh, there are several other kinds of English proficiency tests that we accept, but the TOEFL is maybe one of the most well-known ones. Yes, and this yeah. is T-O-E-F-L, Test of English as a Foreign Language. It is very strange sounding. Who knew? Like a, a TOEFL <laughs> as opposed to a handful or a spoonful. Yeah, TOEFL. It seems very strange, right. I think. It, nothing to do with anatomy, just right. one of these odd acronyms. It's not required. It, it is recommended if Again, if English is not your first language. Yeah. If your app's ready early and you know where you're choosing, consider this option, though the rules are confusing. Hannah. Single Choice Early Action. Very good. Or SCEA. SCEA. Yeah, so, oh boy, the, re the rules are confusing. <laughs> um, so this is our early application deadline. Again, we have regular decision and we have single choice early action. There is no advantage to applying early to Yale. Those applications are not considered in a different way. It's just kind of a, an early round. So if you really feel like your application is ready, by November 1st and you want to get a decision in mid-December, you can choose to apply single choice early action. Single choice early action <laughs> is very different from uh, early decision programs at other colleges, which are binding. Single choice early action is non-binding. So that means even if you're accepted early, uh, you still have until May 1st to let us know if you want to come. You can still apply to other schools during their regular decision round. Um, but it is single choice. Mm -hmm. So if you do want to apply to Yale early, Yale can be the only private institution in the U.S. that you apply to early. Very nicely done. Thank you. It's very confusing. It gets into legalese I've, very I've given quickly. that spiel many times over the past 10 years. Times, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> We've all gotten good at it. When it comes to this form, don't be afraid. It's free from the feds and can get you great aid. Hannah. <laughs> Finally, I'm catching up. Yeah, uh, here. I have the FAFSA on my board. Very good. Or the free application for federal student aid. You got it. Uh, and that is the form that you might fill out to see if you qualify for federal financial aid, like those Pell Grants we were talking about earlier. That's right. And yeah. if you are a U.S. citizen or permanent resident, um, that's required for your aid application. You should make sure that you fill it out probably first. Um, if you are not a U.S. citizen or permanent resident, it's not required, um, but you will want to fill out that CSS profile and maybe contact the Office of Financial Aid to see if there's other documents that you'll need with your aid application. We're all tied up. Oh, man. Okay. Taking a gap year is one way to say you're using this option and for one year be away. <laughs> okay. Hannah. Uh, that would be postponing. Postponing, your yes. Matriculation. We talk about postponing. Yes. Uh, so if you are accepted to Yale, um, you have the option to matriculate this that 
coming fall, or you could postpone your matriculation, um, more commonly known as taking a gap year mm-hmm. after high school and before college. Uh, students do all sorts of cool, exciting things on their gap years. They might be traveling, they might be working, they might be, you know, taking some courses. It's your year to do what, what you want to do. So, uh, yeah, if you want to postpone your matriculation, go ahead and do it. We're getting to the end here. I only have two empty spaces. Ooh, I I have three. Don't call it a comeback. We're very close. (laughs) Okay. Your talents and scores and your address won't sway any piece of the puzzle for how much dough we give way. That's that's the poetic way away. (laughs) (laughs) If if I'm interpreting that couplet correctly, is this need-based aid? Very good. Very good. Right. Okay. So (laughs) our financial aid at Yale uh, is not based on merit. So no matter Mm -hmm. your grades or extracurriculars, that will not affect the kind of financial aid you receive from Yale. It's all based on demonstrated family need. Perfect. Full credit. Yes. All right. It's getting close. Hannah's down to one. Oh, boy. Okay. Root for the underdog, people. (laughs) The activities list is an alternate name for this part of the app that might include games. (laughs) Oh. Marty. The brag. The brag. Very good. Uh, Yeah, that's the list of extracurriculars or the activities that you have uh, on on your application. Um, And beyond, like, extracurriculars or activities and clubs and things, you also could include anything that you're spending your time doing. Things like family responsibilities, jobs, etc. Yeah, internally we call it your brag because it's your chance to brag a little bit about how you spend your time. You got it. Yeah. All right. It's getting close, folks. Okay. No matter your aid, there's two parts of your cost. For this one, you'll earn, borrow, or be your own boss. (laughs) Hannah. The student share. All right. And that is... That completes my bingo. We've got a bingo. Uh, yeah. So um, if you receive a financial aid award from Yale, again, it's all need-based, but the expected family contribution part of your financial aid award will include uh, a student share, which um, is the the amount that we kind of calculate you could contribute as a student, either through work or through outside scholarships or uh, money you have saved up. Very good. I have to say, I doubted you, Mark, when you first (laughs) floated Lingo Bingo. But uh, I'm sitting here with a full bingo board, and I'm just feeling so satisfied. Well, yeah, you won. Of course you feel good about it. I don't know how Marty's feeling about his debut on the podcast. I I had a great time, even though I didn't necessarily win. It was a close Uh, game. It was very close. I hope we can do this uh, again. Yeah, rematch. Definitely. For my sake. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) We'll come up with some more terms. We'll come up with some more bad rhymes, and we'll do this again. I can see this as a recurring game. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Marty, <laughs> thank you so much for joining on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, as always, to our friend and colleague, Jill, who's both our sound engineer and a great admissions officer. Thanks to Reed for lending us his office where Lingo Bingo was first played. Uh, and thanks, of course, to former admissions officer, Andrew Brick Johnson, who composes our music. You should check him out at andrewbrickjohnson.com. If you have comments or an idea for an episode, drop us a line at yaleadmissionspodcast at gmail.com. And finally, remember that the views expressed in this podcast are ours and don't necessarily represent those of Yale University. Thanks for listening. <laughs>